With us today is Mario Economo, and uh, he a, was a banker uh, in uh, London, Zurich, and New York, and um, he reports to us every week on what the heck is going on in Europe. Uh, Mario Economo, uh, tell us, what is going on? Yes, uh, good morning, uh, Cats Roundtable. There's a story which has broke in uh, one of the Swiss newspapers, and specifically that the head of the CIA was recently in Moscow in Russia discussing the possibility of exchanging 20% of Ukrainian territory for essentially a ceasefire, an end to the war. Both the U.S., however, and the Russians are denying this report and saying there's no truth to it. In uh, another interesting story, the interior minister of Turkey, Mr. Soylu, has actually accused the U.S. ambassador there of planning a coup in Turkey. And he has warned the U.S., along with several other uh, ministers in Turkey, that the U.S. needs to steer clear of actually getting involved in Turkish domestic uh, affairs and politics. Uh, we also had another big story that came out of Europe, and that has to do with the ECB, the European Central Bank, and the fact that they increased interest rates. Uh, they increased them by 50 basis points, and they even announced that they will do a further 50 basis point increase in March, and they're considering a final one of 25 basis points in May. They're basically continuing to have serious problems in Europe with inflation, and specifically food price inflation. And I'm not sure that all these interest rates, what I mentioned last week, are actually going to be able to over overcome this food price inflation. I anticipate there will be substantial food price inflation in Europe for the rest of this year and realistically quite possibly even for next year. What would you put the credibility at uh, on the, that Swiss story? Look, I will give you my personal opinion for what it's worth. Uh, President Putin and Russia will never return the Donbass. So the issue now is what I mentioned many, many months ago, uh, does Ukraine want to lose more territory? The reality is on the ground, the situation for the Ukrainians is not good. I know many reports are saying that there are hundreds of thousands of Russian casualties and deaths. The reality is nobody knows. Nobody knows how many Russians are dying. Nobody knows how many Ukrainians are dying. We do know that the Ukrainians are in short supply of equipment because they keep asking for more and more equipment. In fact, to that effect, we know that the Germans have actually agreed to deliver now 88 Leopard 1 tanks. And we know that Qatar is actually considering buying 18 Leopard tanks from the Germans so that they can then send them to the Ukraine. We know that the U.S. is actually discussing and will most likely sell to the Ukrainians something called a ground-launched small-diameter bomb. That actually is, offers twice the range of what the former HIMARS missiles did, and the idea is to be able to hit the Russians further back and specifically in their supply lines. Will these things work? The short answer is I don't think so. I think that the Russians are uh, preparing, and even uh, uh, President Zelensky himself has admitted that a very large offensive by the Russians is in the making. And the Russians, uh, again, the stories that were being told that the Russians are having a tough time finding recruits and uh, uh, boosting their army numbers. Uh, from what I hear and what I'm reading, the Russians are currently training several hundred thousand men, and these men will be deployed to the Ukraine. These numbers are sta staggering. They're a uh, large commitment of personnel to that region. I don't see President Putin moving away from it. I don't see President Putin backing down from a fight uh, in the Ukraine. There is one other interesting story, in fact, two interesting stories. 
The first is that a company in the U.S. by the name of General Atomics, which is a leading U.S. drone manufacturer, has offered to sell to the Ukraine for $1 two of its Reaper drones. Now, these are state-of-the-art machines. Uh, the company is waiting for approval from the U.S. However, uh, even though they're going to sell them for $1, they are asking for the Ukraine to pay approximately $10 million dollars for basically delivery and deployment of this aircraft to the Ukraine. And then they are looking for an $8 million annual contract to uh, for the Ukraine to pay for this company to uh, uh, basically maintain these machines for them. On their, on their end, the Russian companies are actually offering, some Russian companies are paying bonuses from $60,000 to $160,000 for each destroyed tank armored personnel carrier uh, that the Russians destroy on the Ukrainian side. So um, it's interesting how a lot of companies now are getting involved at the corporate level to actually assist either side in winning this war. Paying a bonus for destroying uh, uh, destroying uh, each other's tanks. Yes, that's correct. And versus like what, what happened in Israel uh, with uh, them, uh, the Palestinians, paying a bonus for people killing Israelis. Yes, uh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, the profit incentive seems to always work in just about every type of a situation, unfortunately. Um, one other thing I would like to point out about the United Kingdom and specifically one of their Trident nuclear submarines, uh, it's currently in dry dock for an overhaul and a maintenance. And they found that the previous group that had done the maintenance on this nuclear submarine uh, had actually superglued uh, seven bolts, or at least seven bolts, uh, which held an insulation in place for the coolant pipes, which prevent the nuclear reactor melting down in the submarine. Clearly, they're going to investigate in the UK what happened, but the reality is if our side, the Western side, is engaged in this type of shoddy work and maintenance, we have to really wonder if we're prepared on our end to actually uh, engage uh, the enemy, in this case, the Russians. Uh, and I think we all need to sit down and we need to figure out how to end this war sooner rather than later before we really have a substantial and major catastrophe on our hands. Well, the other rumor is Russian generals that were supposed to maintain the, their tanks and their armaments, they were taking the money and putting them in, you ready for this, bitcoins. And that's where they were hiding it. That's where they were hiding it. And so I'm, yes. I'm questioning uh, if the Chinese are starting to scratch their head that if they have the same problem in their military. Well, I suspect the Chinese now have their hands full with this balloon, which has been flying over the U.S. and over uh, uh, confidential or, or rather very and, private. Uh, and we're going to hear uh, from Gordon Chang to get an update on what's going on in that situation. Yeah, well, the Chinese just admitted today that they uh, uh, were recording before Sunday, but they've just admitted that, in fact, it was a balloon, but it's not a military balloon. Uh, and the balloons uh, just happened to be carried by the winds across and into, uh, across the ocean and into, uh, into the U.S. Uh, frankly, the balloon's still up there. I'm not sure why it hasn't been shot down, but that's something that the U.S. Uh, Department of Defense is going to have to well, figure out. Well, one of my friends that advocated on Facebook that it should be shot down. Guess what? Facebook removed his uh, Facebook. Well, that's, uh, I mean, you know, the, the censorship is something that's affecting every part of the world today and on all sides. 
And unfortunately, that is not a good thing. Uh, we in the West uh, believe that censorship is not a good thing, and I think we need to continue and, uh, believing that. But Mario, we're out of time, but thank you for your update, and we'll catch up again real soon. Thank you very much for having me on. Enjoy your day.